Well, with Formula 3 back in action at Sydney's Eastern Creek last weekend, it's time for Richard Crowell to join us. And Richard, what a great weekend of racing. And for Matt Sophie, he gets the monkey off his back. Yeah, he did. G'day, Craig. Uh, thanks, Matt. Always great to be here. Um, yeah, big weekend for Matt Sophie. Home round, he had over 100 corporate guests from his sponsor, Ampro, out to the racetrack. Um, great atmosphere. There's actually a really good crowd at Eastern Creek for the, the Shannon Nationals and terrific weather. And Matt Sophie converted to second on the grid to uh, a race one victory. His first F3 race win after 50 odd starts. And uh, they're a big Italian family, the Sophies, and there were, there were a lot of tears in the paddock after that, I can tell you, from his uh, closest uh, supporters and family. All in all, the Formula 3 racing going from strength to strength across the weekend. Yeah, look, it was a really, really good round, and I guess if you, if you sit back and look at it objectively, like I have to, it's great for the championship, what happened at the weekend. If you sit back and look at it from Joey Foster's perspective, it's not so great for the championship because he qualified fourth for both races. He finished second in race one, and it was a really good drive. He got an excellent start and went from second to fourth off the line, uh, but... Uh, uh, from fourth to second off the line, I should say. But uh, in race two, he stalled off the start and dropped right to the back of the grid and then had to work his way through. He finished fourth, but with Tim Macro winning race two, the championship has really, really closed up with um, three rounds to go. It's down to just 11 points. So all of a sudden, this fight for the gold star is more alive than it ever has been. So, yeah, I mean, from an F3 perspective, it's worked out brilliantly because this championship is now very, very close. And you can sort of feel the tension rising between Foster and Macro as they you know, try and score every possible point. And we've completed 10 of 16 races. And uh, as you said, Tim Macro, he's always working on such a tight budget. But uh, once again this year, he's just been plugging away and showing his, his uh, real racecraft. Yeah, and, and Tim was in very good touch at Eastern Creek. They struggled in Friday practice, the stab team, with the balance of the car. They just couldn't get it feeling right in the afternoon practice. And they were there very, very late in the afternoon and made some setup changes, but uh, it worked out really, really well. And uh, he got two pole positions, his first sort of clean sweep of qualifying for the year so far. Um, and that was sort of a good omen. Just, just missed the start in race one and dropped back to third place and you know put good pressure on Foster the whole way through. 13 laps, but very hard to pass at Eastern Creek when you've got evenly matched race cars, and that was very much the case with those two. So, yeah, it was a tough ask for Macro to get past, but he made amends for that mistake at the start in race two, and that got a perfect getaway, led from start to finish, fourth win of the year, and really closed the championship down. But, yeah, it's turning into this great rivalry, and we've seen it in the past with Macro and Leanne Tander, and then last year with Leanne Tander versus James Winslow, and it just seems that the cream really does rise to the top, Craig, and we've got these two very, very good drivers going for the gold star this year. Yeah, and talking about Tanda and Tanda Sport, Ben Crichton also had a solid performance in race one and finishing the weekend with his best ever result. Yeah, yeah more than a solid performance, I think it's safe to say. Uh, he qualified very strongly. He was, you know, the top four cars were covered by less than three-tenths of a second in qualifying two, and um, on a 3.9-kilometre lap like it is at Eastern Creek. That's exceptional. And Ben's, I think, one of his issues this year has been stringing a lap together um, and getting all the sectors and all the components of the lap to work for him. But I, I think he sussed it out at the weekend, and he was quick. He was very, very quick. And he pulled off the move of the year so far in my books at Turn 1 at 250-odd k an hour. He, he got a toe up behind Matt Sophie in race 2. 
drafted him down the straight. Sophie blocked. Um, ben said, well, I don't care. I'm going around anyway. So we went to the inside, passed him side by side and took a great deal of um, intestinal fortitude, shall we say, and a, a really good move. And, yeah, he's looking good. And, you know, it's guys like Ben and Matt Sophie that, you know, they're 40-odd points off the championship lead, which is a lot to make up. But at the same time, they could affect the series by going out and winning races relegating Macron Foster to perhaps third and fourth place, which could really, you know, throw a um, throw a spanner in the weeks for those two drivers. Mm. Now, one guy who's been solid all year, we spoke to him right at the beginning of the season, that is from Team Tom, Tom Tweedy, and uh, again, he, in the national class, continues to lead there. Yeah, and, and look, be honest in the fact that there's not much competition for him in the national class this year, but... You know, with that, you sort of reassess your goals and what you want to achieve. And for Tom, it was a case of, of going, all right, well, look, I want to see how hard I can drive this car and how close I can get to the 07 cars that are making up this outright championship fight. He's doing a good job. Um, at Eastern Creek Raceway, uh, which is a high, which is a downforce circuit, it, it requires all the aero grip these cars have got to give, um, and therefore it sort of suits the newer model cars better. But, you know, within qualifying here, it's within a second of those times. So... He's driving very, very well. He's a star of the future, Tom, and he's a great kid, very laid back, happy to have a race. Um, actually, interesting um, fact for you, Craig. Uh, in a few weeks' time, Tom's going to go back to Formula Ford. He's going to run a, a national championship Formula Ford round with um, the Minda Motorsport team. And guess who his engineer's going to be? Yeah, one, one Tim Macro. Two, uh, two Formula 3 races um, from different classes will go to Formula Ford and team up one as an engineer and one as a driver. So it's a good little story for those two. Well, Macro was very good in that class as well, so he's certainly learning from someone who's got all the quality that you want from a, uh, well, from an engineer, that's for sure. Now, Richard, the important thing is that uh, we can watch all the action on Speed Week in the coming weeks. Can indeed. All the action from the Shannon's Nationals, 1pm on a Sunday afternoon. And the other thing, uh, if I can get into the plugs wheel for a sec here, mate, um, you can go to the, the all-new Speed Week website on the SBS site at speedweek.com.au and we've actually got live, um, well not live, but we've got video streaming up there so you can go back and watch some of the best races from these year's um, shows, not just with the, the Shannon's Nationals categories, but stuff like offshore power boats and the Formula One boats and sprint cars and uh, that's all online. So... Yeah, yours truly pops up every now and then, and it's good fun. But uh, it's a good start. I highly recommend people check it out. But yeah, all the action from Eastern Creek on Speed Week soon. So uh, check your local guys as they say. Yes, and of course uh, that will also include, I think, the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge, which uh, Sean Juniper Juniper took the win under uh, well, what was a safety car interrupted event. Yeah, look, we had three ten lap races scheduled for the GT3 Cup at Eastern Creek. I think we've got about 13 laps in total in racing throughout the weekend. Race one was held up by a um, by a shunt from John Friend, who bent his course pretty severely at about 150 k's an hour. Um, only three green flag laps were uh, completed in that. Race two, there were three cars that came together at turn two. In the opening lap and sort of semi-blocked the track, and with all the, um, the time it took to get those cars out of the way, they ended up calling that race, but then... Race three was a good fight, and Juniper won the race, but Matt Kingsley extended his championship lead over Sven Burkhardt, and uh, they've got two rounds to go. Incidentally, next round for Duke is up at Morgan Park Raceway in Warwick in Queensland. First ever national championship-level uh, event to be held there at that little track, so really looking forward to going up there and 
seeing what the uh, the North Queenslanders or the the um, I guess the, the West Queenslanders is inland a bit can uh, can offer motorsport. So it should be really good. Yeah, it is great to see some more permanent racing circuits becoming available to the national classes. We're certainly yeah, uh, needing that. Bit of a rare endangered species at the moment, aren't they? Permanent <laughs> tracks. They are indeed. Uh, when you see the success of Townsville, you understand why people are uh, flocking to the uh, street circuits. But uh, that doesn't give the competitors like uh, in GT3 and also in the uh, good old Formula 3 the opportunity to hone their racecraft to get any further along. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I mean, I guess it's a topic that can be um, and will be, I'm sure, delved into uh, in depth in the future. But yeah, I mean, with tracks like Oran Park going, it was a, a big topic of discussion at the weekend at Eastern Creek. Was you know Sydney is going to be left with one racetrack, you know, within an hour of four million people, and the only other option is Mount Panorama, which can be used once or twice a year, and Wakefield Park, which is sort of two and a half hours down the road. So. Yeah, it's a challenging time for motorsport and um, there's going to have to be a lot of questions asked in the future about which way it's going to go. It's all building up towards that final race at Oran Park where it'll be the final ever national class racing at the circuit. Yeah, it's going to be a huge weekend. It's going to be a big weekend and we're looking forward to it. Uh, next round for F3s is actually the week before that event. Round 6 of 8 this year will be at Queensland Raceway with the V8 Supercars. So we uh, scored an invite to go up there, so looking forward to that. And um, that's going to be an absolutely critical round. You know, the, the championship's right on the balance now between Macro and Foster, and uh, it's going to be pretty exciting to see it come down on top. Thanks for your time tonight. Always a pleasure, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.